What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Logos Podcast. This is Max. This is Joey. And on today's episode, we have some special guests with us, although kind of special, Patrick and Ethan from the Crunch Comedy Podcast. What's up, guys? What's up, special? Not much. What's up with you? In a manner of speaking. (laughs) Patrick, why did you jump over me like that? I jumped over your joke. No, because I was going to go first. Because you said, you said before. Yeah. That I you wanted me to go first, and yeah. then you went. And then first. after and I now, said that, you said that I was the public face of the crunch, and then Max made fun of that my was face. a joke. Uh, <laughs> that was a joke. I was lying. It wasn't that. It wasn't. It wasn't a joke. At least not my statement. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I, I didn't. We communicated earlier that I didn't print out the outline for the podcast. All right. How would you expect me to know which way? Hi, I'm Patrick. Good to see you guys. Hey, I'm person. Ethan. We're doing well. Thanks for having us oh, on the it's show. It's a pleasure to have, <laughs> have you both on the show. You know, it's funny. Max and I never have that problem because when Logo started, he just decided that he was going to be the intro guy. Well, because oh, I'm sure. the face of this project. And so I just have Yikes. to, you know, take a backseat to him every single time we record this podcast. But I'm not bitter about it. So it's important that, Joey, we, have, that we understand Joey, you power st- dynamics in male relationships. You, you need to work through that, please. <laughs> you need to work through that, dude. <laughs> Uh, no. Okay. So yeah, we have Patrick and Ethan here from the crunch comedy podcast. We're very excited to have you guys on the show. Um, thanks for coming on. Um, yes, it's a pleasure. To our, You're welcome to our listeners. This is an exciting podcast for us because these guys are awesome. Um, we've yeah. been, well, we'll find out if that's the well, case. <laughs> this is a trial. This is a trial listeners. And you are the jury. Please write in email, email, or sorry, send snail mail to Joey's house. This is his address. Whether you think we're funny or not, I'm going to read Max's phone number. It is uh, 724. That's right. 724. Did I get get the area code? Absolutely, you did. Um, Yeah, so let's see. Uh, For those, yeah, I guess I was saying to our listeners, for those of you who don't know who these guys are, they are. Well, we're going to find out, but they run the Crunch Comedy Podcast, which is a really awesome podcast. They're Catholic guys. We're going to give them a chance to introduce themselves. But before we do that, Max, is there anything we need to say to our listeners about anything? Uh, yes. Listen to this podcast if you're not already listening and yes. share it to others. Like, comment, subscribe to our YouTube channels. Double. Way up. Way up, dude. Okay. Also, support the My Crunch. Divided by zero. Support the <laughs> Crunch. Yes, yeah, although the less podcast. than you would support us, yeah, obviously. Support us more. Support us more. And yeah, also, sure. I have a serious question for you guys. Do you yeah. not find it a bit presumptuous to put comedy podcasts within the title of your project? Uh-huh. You Someone know what? asked me that criticism. the other day. What? <laughs> this is the second time in two days somebody has asked me that question. <laughs> my boss. And he was like, don't you think it's a little presumptuous to say comedy? And I'm like, I guess. Maybe. But like, you, you can only get... Co- dozens of comments a day for so many years that telling people the people telling you that they think it's really funny before you can you go, okay, not it's say a, it's, it's a, a comedy, comedy podcast. podcast so you know should we I name mean? our podcast a logos intellectual podcast is that <laughs> do you get people <laughs> that- do you get people saying like wow this your my podcast was so intellectual, intellectual that when i was lifting weights at the gym i dropped them on my foot <laughs> because i was i was struck by the divine <laughs> you know what i mean oh man yeah we try we try to make like a joke in the in the title or something but sometimes you got to be a little more explicit because sometimes people that just like look up you know they look up comedy podcasts you got to put it in the in the title but you know like in the we try to put like a joke in the bio or something that like communicates that it's tongue-in-cheek but even then 
You know, you gotta sometimes you gotta spell things out for people. You know, like yeah. this podcast is funny. <laughs> That's a great podcast title, by the way. This podcast. this podcast is funny. <laughs> hey, speaking of, do you guys, when you guys start a podcast, do you do like this, hey, like, share, subscribe type deal, or do you not even waste do time we? with that? Probably uh, It It depends. So uh, at the beginning of the episode, or usually we'll have an invitation for people to join our Discord community, uh-huh. and then at the end of the episode, we'll have an invitation to join the Patreon. Gotcha. But other than that, we don't really, I mean, we'll maybe ask for a review every yeah. once in a while. Podcast but, wisdom says like easy, harder, easy, like harder, harder. You know, like go up in in difficulty. So like right, at the beginning and of only the show, do one at a time. Yeah. So if you if you're at the beginning of the show and you say, hey, make sure you like, rate, subscribe, follow us on Patreon, and follow us on Instagram. Nobody's gonna do any of those things because you just ask them to do fifteen things. Yeah. at one okay. time. So but should I say, slow hey, them down and say them all again <laughs> right now? No, what you should do is okay. well, should start with just. Like rate the show because that's easy. Okay, rate the show, and then like go yeah. follow us on something, okay. and then join our Patreon or whatever. And then at the very end of the show, say hey, subscribe on Patreon oh. because the people who are most likely to be patrons are the people who listen to the whole episode. Oh, yeah. Hey, put this man on our marketing team. You hear yeah, what I'm saying? Pretend like you didn't hear that, so that when we do it, next <laughs> episode, you don't know where it came from. For any further podcast advice, it's going to be five hundred dollars an hour. <laughs> wow, that's it's a bit much. I gotta say, it's it's cheap compared to what we'll get for you. We're gonna we're gonna we're make gonna, you big, gonna kid. We're gonna make you big. Now. We're gonna make you a star. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna send you to the moon with Marilyn Manson. Yeah. and the other one, <laughs> the other one. Marilyn Monroe, maybe Marilyn Monroe, so Marilyn. Long. Marilyn, Marilyn Manson sounds a little crazy. I got to be honest with you. That doesn't he sound is a little like crazy right. guy. I meant to say Marilyn Monroe, but you yeah, know, that's, that's what happens before I have my coffee. They both went to the moon at the same time, actually. Did you know that? <laughs> they were in that limo with Princess Diana? Yes, that's exactly it. <laughs> okay, good. I'm just trying to keep track. Okay. It's so hard to know. So I have a question for you all. Yes. Yeah, what's up? What are you? How did you? you? How how did you start? What is the motivation behind your project? I mean, were you just some two guys who thought you were (laughs) two guys who thought you were funny and were like, "Hey, we're gonna do this thing," or did it start as something else and evolve into comedy? Or yeah, it's like just your personalities. What happened? Actually, the opposite. So we were two. The reason why we started, I wanted to start it because we wanted to be famous. That's the nice. That's the truth. Well, that's failed. We so like, what happened? It's the best motivation. Uh, we, we, we failed. We settled for the middle. <laughs> um, we started it because, I mean, Ethan was, it was Ethan's idea. You know, like he, he was a really big podcast listener. He wanted to start one for a while and he tweeted out, Hey, does anyone want to talk? He was like, I could do a 30 minute podcast on Catholic dating. And I said, me too. And he said, do you want to do a podcast? And I said, yeah. And then we started the podcast, and that was the first time we met. Actually, did y'all have girlfriends episode. at the time, or did y'all were just like we we know how to date? Ooh, I that's did. A good question. I did. He did not. Patrick did. He did. Not. I did not. Okay. I did not. Cool. What made you so bold as to think that you could do a thirty-minute podcast on Catholic dating? Because we were college-aged men. Have you college. heard? Have you heard Catholic podcasts? <laughs> Honestly, not really. Most I try them, to stay away from them. Most if of I'm them. Being honest. In two thousand and sixteen, the early. average Catholic podcast. Either didn't exist or it sucked so bad, and so fair enough. Really, you could be you. You could have a pulse and a good sense of humor, and you could have a good show. And y'all had one of those. Uh, y'all had one of those. And y'all are seven years in now. 
Mm-hmm. Exactly. Right. So we've, we've made a whole thing out of it. But really, I was listening to other shows, and the, the problem was it's not that I thought I could do it better per se, but there was just nothing that was being made for me. Like every podcast in 2016, 2017 was by an academic for academics or like by super serious Catholics for super serious Catholics. Yeah. Or and people who like, like wanted what about- to be academic. Right. But yeah. what about people who are like me, who are in college, who aren't like, I don't have kids. I don't have disposable income. Like I'm just a guy and there's really nothing for me. So why isn't there something for me? And so then I just made it. And ever since then, I've been really hoping that someone would make it again so that I could have a show to listen to, but it still has not happened. <laughs> has yet to happen. So, unfortunately, yeah, you're crowding out all the competition, so you're defeating yourself. But, uh, Ooh. Uh, that might selection be part of it. I mean, in the podcast like world. The, one, one thing is that people think that there can't be multiple genres of something in the Catholic world, especially. This is something mm. that's common, right? Like, oh, it's driving me insane. What, We're about to get into it, dude. Sometimes, get sometimes it. we'll get like, you know, People be like, oh, another another uh, two white guys talking podcast. It's like, well, okay, fine, that's fine. But it's like there's a there's a very clear difference. Someone did like a whole collage of like all the Catholic podcasts that are two white dudes talking, and it was like us and the pillar. Can I just say it's what's better than two white guys talking is a white a guy, guy and a Mexican guy. Exactly. Anyway, you want on. your podcast to be the setup to a joke, really? Yeah, a rabbi, <laughs> like a white, a priest, and a duck walking yeah. to a bar. And a podcast, yeah. uh, but you know it was like it was like us and like the pillar and clerically speaking, I'm like if you can't see the difference between the crunch and the pillar, then I mean they're real, like they're a real pot. We're a joke, like we're like we're a goof, couple of goofy balls, and they're very serious canon lawyers. So it's like people don't think they're going to be more than one thing. They're like, well, this is the guy who does the one thing, and there can't be any other guy like that. So anyway. If you want to start a Catholic comedy podcast, just go for it. Please, I'll listen to it if you're funny. And if you're not, I'll stop. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay, so but you guys started back it was back in 2016, you said? Yes. 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 Okay, right. and you you knew each other before this or you didn't? Not really. We uh-huh. had anonymous Twitter accounts. So this is before Jordan Peterson went on his rampage about the anonymous trolls on social media. Oh wow. Mm. Um <laughs> And well, this, there's a lot of things that occurred, but basically there were a bunch of high schoolers who all had anonymous Catholic Twitter accounts. We all got to college and then everyone decided to, for reasons we won't get into on this show, everyone decided to make their accounts public. Why facing. wouldn't we get into it? It's the funniest part. I mean, if you want to, you can. Someone got catfished. What happened? Someone got catfished. No so, This is the OG way, catfish. Oh, this is the OG. So back in the day. Someone... Someone, a guy who was apparently influential and had like a blog or something, because that was still a thing in 2016, uh, they they were having like a DM conversation relationship with this anonymous Twitter account. And whose name, by the way, was a, a name I've never heard before or since. It, her, name her name was Elspeth. 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 And... <laughs> It, she was like she was LARPing as this like 21 year old college girl and so this guy was like dating her but it turns out she was like a 35 year old married woman and so yeah. he wrote this expose like on her and he was like mm-hmm. this subculture of Twitter where it's a bunch of anonymous accounts I remember like Jackie Francois Angel posted like I can't believe there's so many anonymous accounts on 
on Twitter. And so then we, um, the day after our, and podcast, then me and Patrick and all of our friends, it was the Spider-Man pointing meme. Like we were trying to figure out who the bad anonymous person was. And so we all just decided to take off our masks yeah, at once at basically oh, wow. to like reveal like, okay, I'm actually a guy. Like I'm actually 19. Like I say that I am, I'm not a 35 year old woman, <laughs> although I would love to be there. Please, <laughs> like, please prime. trust me Yeah, in their prime, <laughs> caffeinated, moisturized, thriving. Um, <laughs> But so we all kind of came public right around the same time. And that was like a week after we started the show. So I, I knew it was Patrick. The day, it was the day after. It was the day after. Yeah. So I knew Patrick because he was, we were both really funny on Twitter and I thought he was funny, but I just knew that his, his profile, his handle was anonymous Catholic. And then my profile uh, handle was uh bro apostle. And so we just knew each other and we communicated that way. And that's, and then like immediately after that, it all became all public and, that's the Catholic Twitter that you know today. It was because of a woman named Elspeth. Mm. The legend. Shout out Elspeth. The legend. Let's pray for her. I know. It sounds like something you'd find written on a cave wall. Yeah. Elspeth also, was here. Bro Apostle is a sick Twitter name, I got to say. Twitter I can't believe year old or a 12 year old. I like hate it forever that he got rid of it. I got to say, awesome. that sounds yeah. like a name that you would have on RuneScape. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Did you have you it remember on RuneScape? RuneScape? Uh, no, I tried to get it on World of Warcraft, but it didn't work. Oh, um, okay. Their inherent anti-Christian bias. But <laughs> the um, I had to delete my Twitter account because I think it was God, Patrick. I really do. do? I think it was God. I do, because I think it was the best thing that he could have done for me. Because I deleted that Twitter account in January of 2020. Oh, Can huge. you imagine me on Twitter during 2020? That would have been ridiculous, yeah. I would have become an incel way faster than I did anyway. <laughs> you know? <laughs> You have a son. What are you talking about? I know. About? <laughs> I'm, I'm married. I have a kid. I'm married. You have a kid. Yeah, but incel. No big deal. Yeah. Oh, you you are so you are married. You, are you both married with families? Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we both. Nice. That's awesome. So you're doing the Catholic <laughs> yeah. dad thing. Oh yeah. Trying to man. I got a cute my wife kiddo. just sent me a video. This is my wife just sent like. me a video of my son crawling naked across the floor, peeing everywhere, nice. and putting his diaper in his mouth. <laughs> So hey, that's hey, that's kind of impressive. That's quite the talent. I gotta my say. dog does. He's, I mean, he's he's living. You just take life. that on the road. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, he's got he's got anyway. a he's got a uh, an eight month old. No, it's old, he's older than that. He's almost ten months. Ten months. And I got a, I got a 16, 18 month old. It's ridiculous. Wow. Yeah. Why well, don't you just say year? Awesome. Why don't you just say year old? You know, you're not. You don't understand. It goes by months. You don't. You don't get it. it. How long? Months, months until two for some reason. Until they're two years until old. Two. Yeah. Okay. Is that the rule? Okay. Yeah. Sorry. I. We you know. We yeah. are. Because we are being celibate and, yeah. and everything. It's and the yeah. rate of growth. It's really. It's like because a, an 18 month old, although that's a one year old, is way bigger than a 12 month old, and so it's like. Yes, we have. There's. Yeah, like it's all clothes. because of clothing sizes. It's really the ah. most important that's, thing. That's yeah. You that's know. it. It's clothing. Yeah. <laughs> It's, uh, our, our friend has a one month as a, as a, a one year old and Leo's only like six, five or six months older. And that kid is not walking and Leo is just running. And so it just mm-hmm. very, the difference six months makes, but then, you it's know, huge. it stops it too. Although you could be like, this is my 120 month old. <laughs> I saw, I saw an Instagram reel of a woman saying, I stay home with my 20 month old and my 41 month old. I'm like, woman, you have a three year old. You do not have a 40, 41 month old. That kid is three. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, so, how has so. how has so y'all are a Catholic podcast? 
that yeah. yes. you know are a comedy podcast at the same time mm. and so mm-hmm. you know we like to frame ourselves as kind of a an intellectual podcast with elements of comedy so i think within our own project comedy uh mm-hmm. is involved mm-hmm. and and what we do on our project i think is also um you know kind of in some ways brought the intellectual aspect of the church and the comedic aspect uh, of, of our personalities into what we do. Were you guys, were you guys always a comedy podcast? Like, is that how it started or like what, what was the original thing? And then like, what's your guys' shtick now exactly? Like, what do you do on your podcast for our listeners? We kind of got more diverted me and Ethan. So like we kind of started out at the same level of intellectual and comedic formation. And as we, got further into our lives ethan got funnier and i got nerdier so like i got i went to like got a master's degree in theology and you know book Mm -hmm. writing and all that stuff and And i started selling real estate (laughs) and ethan and ethan went to be a focus missionary and dressed up like a chicken and ran around campus trying to get kids to love jesus that was that that was great was it effective ethan let me ask you running around as a chicken because we might try that around seminary um well i mean if there are people that aren't going to mass at the seminary you have a deeper issue (laughs) deeper deeper issue than (laughs) but it was it was mostly because it was was, i dressed as a chicken and i was it was a no meat day it was like ash wednesday so i was trying to get people to like hey don't order chick-fil-a like today is your clucky day to come to mass and it no i thought it was the chicken party Oh, I also did it for the chicken party. So there were two events. So there was a chicken party at the beginning of the year. <laughs> we had a witch come twice, to so. one time, and uh, and that was really cool. So I would I would say on, like a witch came to my house. That's an episode of our yeah, podcast. A, a witch at the chicken party. But, uh, <laughs> so I would just I would just say different things. But yeah, it was not very like I rode around on a skateboard. I just kind of yelled chicken related puns at people to get them to to come to our parties. Um, and my work at seminary. I don't know what you've got going on over there. Depends on the party. So. Depends on the party. Depends on the uh, type of chicken. Depends on the costume, really. How yeah. realistic is it? Are you going to look like Al from Al's Toy Barn? Because in that case, probably no good. <laughs> or how about the Al's chicken from Chick Fil A? The chicken from Chick the, the cow. The cow? Uh, there is well, no chicken from Chick Fil A. I know that, bro. but I'm saying that's that's the chicken. <laughs> if you, if that you I'm dressed up into. like the cow from Chick Fil A and did some sick kick flips or chick flips. As the case may be, um, look at that. That might get people to your chicken party. If you just like the chicken from Chick Fil A, I might have to put you in between two buns and add a pickle. And uh, <laughs> they do really myself. only put one pickle on that chicken sandwich. And I still take it off every time. Am, am I am I <laughs> wrong to say that it's an okay sandwich? Yes. No, you're not yeah. wrong. The Popeye's chicken sandwich. sandwich is better. My man, uh, let's go. Wow. The blackened chicken sandwich is much better. All right, we don't have to add uh, color to this. We can just <laughs> leave it as a chicken sandwich, okay? We don't see any uh, spectrum Black and chicken. Never Patrick. Patrick, they asked us a question about our podcast. We got Oh, answer. sorry. Excuse me. <laughs> Yeah, our podcast uh, is good. So we were so Patrick got nerdier and I and I got less nerdy over time. I think yeah. we've always had a, an intellectual uh rigor to us, you know. We're not afraid yeah. to talk about literature or politics uh or roads or economics <laughs> uh, in in various capacities. But I also think that as time has gone on, we've realized like okay, there are podcasts that are much much better at the spiritual and intellectual side of the faith than we are. Mm-hmm. And so we should not try to do that. Uh, so what we're better at than anybody else is being funny and being relatable to people between the ages of 18 to 35. 
Mm-hmm. Because so that's they're, what we do now. so that's just what we do. So we just, we talk about stuff that we think is interesting. We're not really super concerned about providing rock solid arguments or well-researched theses. Yeah. Uh, well, we, we, well, well, <laughs> maybe not on the show. <laughs> okay. Patrick. <laughs> sure. Listen, I need to make sure that I am on point because you never know when some random organization is going to decide to live react to my words. All right. That's true. Patrick, Patrick did kind of spout off some nonsense about theology of the body and Christopher West <laughs> live reacted to it on his YouTube channel today. No, today. You didn't. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Joey didn't see this because he doesn't watch the, in- he doesn't use uh, the Instagram for logos, but or anything uh, else thought. social media related for that matter. <laughs> Joey has chosen. Well done, Joey. Part. Wow. So Christopher West critiqued a video that you you were just messing around on this video. And then no, no. I was messing around. I was making jokes, but I was like, oh, Christopher West, every talk, he's like, oh, the trees want to have sex with you. Because I thought that was funny. And Patrick's like, I actually have a very serious problem with the way that Christopher West addresses the theology of the body. And then he went into this diatribe and then Christopher West systematically dismantled it point by point live on YouTube.com. It was great. But the best part was, was that he took the clips (laughs) <laughs> where I sounded the most coherent. That's oh, well, that's hey, that's that's generous. You know, a saint very would do generous. That, he know? could have he could have taken the clip later from the show where I'm like, I don't, I what if the Sears Tower was in 9/11 and like you know that <laughs> that just. <laughs> You're not wow, getting, you're not helping probably, them out with their bishop, dude. It's probably good publicity, like getting Christopher West to. I there hope were so. forty people <laughs> watching live. Demolish so. you. <laughs> hey guys, don't so. listen to this podcast. Anyways, moving on here. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> he kept shaking a crumpled up piece of paper at us and telling us to unfold our sexuality. And I was like, I don't know. Is that what he said? Yeah. Well, I didn't watch the whole video. I just like tuned in at a certain part, and he was like, Ethan and Patrick, I beg you, unfold. And I was like, What? I don't want to unfold for you <laughs> right now. I like. Unfold. I like that he kept saying Ethan and Patrick, even though like you. Had he was no really only talking. You were really you, dude, you were like, you. dude, I don't care. Like, I I I'm went not gonna to your beef talk with once. The, I'm not going to beef with the guy with the PhD. I will beef with the guy with the master's degree. You know, like, I will beef with the guy with the PhD. I super will. <laughs> I I realized something on the way over though. We don't have to talk about it. But I was like, I think the I think the reason Christopher West is just so all over the place that to me the things that he says are obvious because he's been saying them since I was like a little child. And so like uh-huh. I've never grown up I've grown up in a world that's never had Christopher West. You know like I've I've Not never had it. a non Christopher West world. Yeah. So yeah. West world. And so we're I'm like the smartphones of Christopher West's world. There's a Christopher know? West and then there's a Kanye West. Just a generation yeah. of the West, you know. It's the western world. The we the torch say. of the West. As as the West is collapsing, we have co- the rise of, of the, the West, West, which is ironic. <laughs> have you ever thought? Have you ever thought about that? No. Probably. Put no. that in your cereal and crunch on uh, it. Hey, crunch on which that, maybe. Which makes me wonder why crunch. What is the what is the significance of the title of that of of your podcast? None. Zero. None at all. Okay. To eat a lot of cereal back when I was unhealthy. I just smoked two and, bowls um, downstairs. <laughs> I know. I would say like I'm gonna I'm gonna go smoke a I bowl real quick. Two bowls. But I, would, but I was actually just eating cereal really. Yeah, fast. So wow. that's what it means, and, right? Uh, two bowls. Yeah, you want to smoke a bowl before church? Yeah, yeah dude. I got you, bro. So it's like like Captain um, Crunch, like that type deal. Sorry, you're gonna it's have to. Like sorry, you, uh, uh, Joey probably doesn't get the the joke that y'all just made about the bowl and the cereal and the Joey when, marijuana. When a, when a young um, when a young neighbor wants to smoke some weed, <laughs> he will put it into a little bowl and yeah, light it I'm on fire. I'm familiar with that. I'm okay, familiar what did with you that say? Concept. Okay, <laughs> a young what? Who is it? Who is it? 
<laughs> uh, man, Oof. I'm having a good time. I'm having a good time. This isn't coffee in here. This is oh, oh my gosh, man! All right, so you started right. out off talking about like Catholic dating, and then eventually you figured mm-hmm. you should just try to be funny dudes. And is that what you do now? Like you just you're just funny. Oh, we still talk about dating. Yeah. Are um, you are you are you just do. funny? Is that all you are? Because you need that's to be really more basically that's you. it. Joey, have you listened to an episode of our yeah, show? Yeah, I've listened to parts of some. Okay. So no. Not, wow. a, not a full <laughs> episode. <laughs> have you listened to an that's episode crazy. of Logos? Mm. Yes. Which one? Which that's one? like that's like Martin Scorsese asking, like, have you ever seen any of my pictures? And you say, Yeah, I've watched some watch mojo top ten <laughs> clips of your movies, Martin Scorsese. <laughs> Which episode did you listen uh, to though? I'm just just curious. Oh, I don't remember the name. Oh, that's I that's I, I'm sure it was super memorable. That's thank you for it was a it was wet, back when you invited us on. It was so long ago that I just don't remember. Oh, I apologize. Yes, yeah. actually, we did, we haven't mentioned that story. So I reached out to the Crunch about a year ago, actually, almost to date, uh, asking if they would be interested to come on. They said yes then, but for various reasons, uh, they didn't come on. But here we are now, a year later. Uh, the reason was because we never checked our Instagram back then. Oh, yeah, it was a different time. I thought it was because you guys are racist, a different time, but. That's just that. that so that was a, <laughs> that's, that's a great point. I didn't that's even crazy. think I'm about that. I'm not racist. My wife is a black bear. That's the only funny Jimmy Fallon bit that I've ever liked. He uh, he's there. It's weekend update with him and Tina Fey. And he's like, oh, someone was mauled mm. by a black bear. And Tina's like, oh, Jimmy, why did it have to be a black bear? And he's like, "Joke's on you, Tina." Okay, I'm not racist. I'm married to a black bear, and it was, it was really, it was really funny. We're gonna we're gonna jet past this, but the, <laughs> the answer the answer to your question is uh, we do we do two episodes a week for the public, and one comes out on Sunday, one comes out on Wednesday. The episode on Sunday, we're usually just talking about something that we saw in the news or something that happened to us, some type of thing that is relevant to the world about the faith. And we're not really we're not really trying to teach anything. We're not really trying. We just want to have a good time, but then also talk about the real things that are going on in the world and invite people into our lives with us. Because what's the point of me teaching you something if you don't believe that I'm living the same life as wow, you, yeah. right? Yeah. So that's that's where we're coming from. And then on Wednesday, we do a dating podcast that is a bit more instructional, but people write in their questions, kind of like a, a, a an advice column that you would see in an old-timey newspaper, probably from when you guys were young, you would read the newspaper. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, uh, as, as an eight-year-old, I would listen to Lil Wayne and then like read the newspaper on the bus to yeah. school. Mm-hmm. Him or Curtis Jackson, otherwise known as 50 Cent, were typically. I'm a young money millionaire, mm-hmm. tougher than Nigerian. Wow. <laughs> Which is tough, real tough. It is. It is tough. Yeah, I, We're not going to say the next line, but yeah. the um, <laughs> but so people write in their dating questions and then we answer them on the show. So we've gotten the 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 gamut of like people say, "Oh, I I'm long distance. I should I, you know, should I break up with them or should I like continue to make it work or should I move or what should I do?" So questions like that, all the way to, "Hey, I'm a guy and I've been dating this girl for a year." And I was about to propose, and she just told me that she was a man. So what do I do, <laughs> dude? That's so the one. That's like, the one. That's the one we should use for our reel today. That's the one we we, yeah, we got to post that one everywhere. That, that question is crazy. I, I still bro. can't believe that's, that happened. I can't believe. Did you not that's notice his real, knuckles? Did, did like, you not see did you not the feel hair that? on the toes? Come on. <laughs> did you not? 
You didn't. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's interesting because we're we, we're in a, in a marriage class right now. Um, for one of our classes is the sacrament of marriage. Congratulations! Congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, we're not. <laughs> we're taking a class. Same leg. Same wave leg. Yes. That, yeah. 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 <laughs> and so um, now y'all forget. Anyways, okay. So we're in this class, right? <laughs> we're in this class um, together, preparing for what will be our future ministry, which encompasses. Carrying out the witnessing out of mm-hmm. marriage, um, and we're discussing these kind of scenarios, like what happens when, you know, certain mm-hmm. maybe promises weren't a hundred percent. Maybe people weren't truthful with each other. Maybe, uh, yeah, either of the parties were dishonest in their commitments. What do we do so with these situations? Max, I guess then, since you have this, have this kind of, uh, oh, what is it like, uh, theoretical experience in. What would you what would you say if a future parishioner came up to you and said, "Hey, we want to get married," and then you know down the line, the lovely lady comes up to you and says, "Father, I have something to confess." Oh, what's that? Not like confession, confession. Uh, my name is actually Steve, and uh, <laughs> what would you do, huh? What would you do if uh, if uh, yeah. if a young lady turned out to be a young young fella? So I think there would be several avenues by which to approach this. If it's not a formal confession, right? We're not in the yeah. No, this is all. This confession. is in, this is exterior. This is not interior forum. Yeah, I'm I'm eating I'm eating my cereal, right? You're saying this is after they get married? No, 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 no. Because they it would put uh, okay. They they're right. propo- they're yeah. preparing for marriage, and they're like, hey, I'm actually not a woman. I'm a man. Born a man. I would I would say. You need to open up to your partner about this. Does your partner know? Because as y'all move forward in your relationship and you're considering this thing we call marriage, this needs to be open and out in the public. And by the way, let's set you up with a psychologist and uh, let's try to help you, uh, you know, work your work your way through this. Because it's not, you know, it's a hard situation for the person yeah. opening up about this, awesome. but also for the future of his his or her uh, relationship with the partner. So it's not an easy thing to do. Uh, so I don't know. That that would be maybe Hopefully my. Hopefully, you never approach. have to be in that situation, Max. I don't know nowadays, though. You I know, think we that's probably fair. Will have that's to a good be point. Situation, yeah. You know, so this summer apparently I was in Mexico. It's easy to hide. <clears throat> it is apparently easy to hide, but this summer I was in Mexico and I was talking to seminarians from different parts of the U.S. And the realities are just different with with uh, transgenderism, you know, gender d- dysphoria or homosexuality, and the extent to which priests are dealing with this at their own local level. Um, you know, I'm from the South and uh, there's not, at least in the open, a lot of dealing with these types of cases. They exist, but they're much more rare than somewhere like California or or maybe Washington State or I would say even up North where, where we are now. Uh, yeah, ah, stuff's becoming more common. Yeah, <laughs> narrowed it down. Uh-huh. In the Northern half of the country. Yeah. So. Do you guys have jackets? Ah. No? Okay, now it's yeah, summertime. No, let's look closely. No, we don't. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, okay. So you answer dating questions that have a wide mm-hmm. range of significance yes. and importance. Sometimes yes. we answer not discernment just, questions. Not just easy stuff. Okay. Sometimes, Sometimes there's discernment questions. Okay. Yeah. But there, it's we've gotten questions from married people, from dating people, from engaged people, from single people. So like the whole, anybody who has a question. Okay. Let me ask you. That's what we're here let for. Let me ask you this though. But so you you were you know you gave these dating advices or or just relational advice, but then you added humor. How did that help what you do? Like how why was that an element y'all picked up? I mean I know as y'all stated it's like part of your personality, it's part of who you are. It just kind of came naturally as I think it has with Joey and I. But like 
not that we're funny, but that we joke. That didn't, you know, we worked. We know we're not naturally funny. I'm naturally funny. Joey's not naturally funny. Anyways, all that to say, why did humor? Why why, why was humor incorporated into your your approach? It wasn't like a conscious choice. Like we were like sitting down and being like, yes, what we really need is we need to start a ministry that does comedy. It was just like we kind of figured out along the way that that's what people wanted. The thing that made people talk. Um, it was the thing that helped the podcast get shared. And so like. That the, a lot of the most of the glory stories that have come out of the show have been, you know, people whose friends were like, you should listen to this podcast. And they were like, fine, whatever. And they finally listened to it and they like got through the first part. And the first part is just Ethan. Ethan is just as is ridiculous. He just had he just says crazy things sometimes. And it's just I'm that's that's libel. It is accurate. I think. I think if you put. Uh, I think if you put the jury of the listeners of this podcast, <laughs> they would mail into Joey's house that you are a crazy person and say crazy things. I'm, I know. I'm, I said the, the smoking one. the bowl joke, but that was from Ethan's head. All right, that was from <laughs> Ethan's brain. He's the guy. He's yeah. the guy who's like, I thought, <laughs> or a speed dating and dating fast not the same thing. That's Ethan's brain. All right, it's very funny. <laughs> Um, mm. and people will, people will, the only, the funny, funny thing that I came up with is everything in the kitchen is a table. That's the only funny thing that I've come up with. And I don't even think most people like that joke. I think there's like one or two people. Wait, break, break it down for us. Not, you know, breaking down jokes always makes the jokes maybe a little less funny, but yeah, so like everything in the, the kitchen state. is a table. It's just a small table. Like a plate is just a table you put on top of a table and a knife is just a really small, sharp table. That's, that's what about crazy. a banana that's also in the kitchen? You lose me with the knife, man. You lose me. The, with knife, the knife is just, a bowl is just a rounded table, and then <laughs> a house is just four tables <laughs> around each other. <laughs> Everything is so a table. You said, you said that was the only funny thing you came up with? Yeah. <laughs> it's not even that funny. <laughs> it's, I don't contribute much to the podcast. I do the, the I'm just a theology machine, that's all right? True. You're the theology guy. <laughs> theology machine. <laughs> I've been trying to find this quote. I can't find it, but there's some quote from some guy. It doesn't matter. No, it doesn't. But basically, it's it's uh, if you are trying to teach somebody something, they're way more likely to believe you if you make them laugh while you tell it to them, yeah. especially if it's something that they don't want to hear. Mm. And so uh, I think it was like a president, like Woodrow Wilson, like, hey, I'm going to do more to dismantle you know Western civilization than any president in history. <laughs> nice. Ha <laughs> ha. And everyone laughs, oh. and then he does. So it. like, and it's like, whoa, Woodrow Wilson, what were you doing? Wilson. You know what I'm saying? It is interesting that you say that though, because you know we're in our in a lot of our we have to take cl- classes on homiletics and stuff, so we have to get ready to preach. We're practicing, oh, homiletics and they always and, work. Yeah, homiletics every priest who's ever work. taken a homiletics class has succeeded in homiletics. <laughs> hey, do you I, we, actually, Joey? You have a homily on hand. Do you just want to go ahead and just lay that out? Yeah. For so us? on the twenty fifth Sunday of ordinary time, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Um, we're, but what year are you guys in, in seminar? We are both in our third year of theology. So we'll be deacons shortly. I got okay. less than six months. Gotcha. Max has a little more than you're that. on the come yeah. up. Mm-hmm. Are you like 24, 25? I'm 25, 26 down yonder. 26. Mm-hmm. Okay. Awesome. I'm just trying to get a gauge. Yeah. yeah. Carry but on. You're talking about how it's funny because our, our, um, our professor now, he always talks about, you know, when you start preaching a homily, you have to assume that most of the people in the congregation don't really want to hear what you have to say. Like there's a wall of resistance that you have to kind of break through because everyone's kind of like, I don't want to be here. And like, what the heck does this guy actually have to say to me? Right. So like, that's just because we're sinners. That's just like the disposition of most people in the congregation when they approach the homily, when, when it comes for that time of mass. And so he's like, if you can get the congregation laughing, 
you have, you've got them. Like you've locked into their, their intellect. Like that is, it, it's gold if you can do it. Now, the problem is a lot of priests try to make dumb jokes and then it, they fall flat on their face. That's and right. Then, and then the, con- priests the congregation funny. likes you even less after that. But there is something. It's because one po- important part about being funny is being like an everyman. You have to like relate to people's experiences and priests, they just get a salary from the priests church have, and they have a place to live forever. They have casseroles. <laughs> they have casseroles delivered to their home and, and they have a little cat. That's their only responsibility in life, and they get as much alcohol as they want, and then they have a mistress, and it's just like, what are you it doing? You know what I mean? Like, but also, I might say, is, you know, if you're going to try to be funny, you also need to be funny. You know indeed. what I mean? We've Ooh. also we've all probably experienced to some extent. Can you name a funny humor priest? Is inherent. Um. Yeah. Our, yes. Uh, we got a couple priests here who are hilarious. There's, there's a priest that we've had on the podcast that I find quite hilarious. His name is Father Brett Brennan. Yeah, he's funny. He's hilarious because he has a lot of Southern slang. You know, has a nice little draw to him. A lot of that talks about tobacco mm. and uh, and apple Maybe trees and funny because that's like uh, more like he's just a funny person. Well, so he's a funny person, purpose. but he also makes good jokes. <laughs> good jokes. That's yeah. That's it. Clever. He says good jokes. Witty. You know. It's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Philip Neary, so, only example that I can think of. Well, there's a great joke. Actually, I have uh, that Padre Pio played on one of his brother friars that I was reading in his bio. I think what a hagiography. One time, Padre Pio was waking up by one of his brother friars with like a yeah a sack of corn. He was whacked with it or something like that. And uh, so to get his friend back, who thought this event was hilarious, his friend had fallen asleep while they were working outside in his little wheelbarrow. So his buddy was taking a nap in his little wheelbarrow, and so Padre Pio. Took the wheelbarrow with his friend on it to the top of the hill and let it go. And Padre Pio found it hilarious, and I find that hilarious as well. <laughs> yeah, and and that guy died when he hit his head on a rock. Well, at the but see of the, the truth. The truth. And they leave it out of his hey, The geography. truth is better received when there's comedy attached to it. You that, know? That's that is right. weird. That is that is weird, but not as, that's crazy, but not as crazy as falling asleep in a wheelbarrow on. <laughs> Well, look, when you're a friar and you have nowhere else to lay your head, I think that's a good alternative. When you're getting up at 2 a.m. for morning prayer and like working through the whole day. They go back to sleep. Like when 3 p.m. hits. They wake up, yeah, but they, they sleep the on the floor. They do. They do sleep on the floor. So a wheelbarrow in some way, especially if there's some dirt like a, in there, get some boom. Ass. That's Ooh. like Tempur-Pedic. So Padre Pio was like punishing him for his decadence. He was like, how dare you sleep in a vessel? <laughs> When our Lord, when our yeah. Lord, our, the Son of Man has no place to rest his head. Jesus very literally slept in a vessel, and there's like a really famous story about him falling asleep <laughs> in a vessel. So I don't know He's what like, you're I'm trying about. to fall asleep in the back. There's of the also boat. A, a famous story about him being born in a vessel. Um, that's so true. That's kind of cool. A ma- what is in a, a cave? What is a manger, but a wheelbarrow. I don't think he was delivered directly into the ma- like. You gotta. Have you been at a birth? Have you assisted at a yes, live I was, birth? Yes, I was, I was birthed once, believe it or not. Nice. Okay. Yeah. I have never right. been at a birth other than my own. No. I'm just, I'm just saying it's unlikely that Mary positioned herself exactly so that Jesus <laughs> fell right in the manger. That's what <laughs> I'm saying. You don't think? I just don't think. I've seen a manger and I've seen a birth. I haven't seen that one, so I don't know for sure. Like light but there had to have been a glass. I'm pretty sure that's like a Matthew <laughs> chapter 22 or something. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know. I'm just making that up. Wow, uh, what were we talking about, Pat? We oh yeah, humor, really humor, and humor, 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 and evangelization. And like you, it's, it seems that mm. once you got, like you guys have blown up over the past couple of years, and it seems like a part of that has been yeah. the fact that you're funny. So 
Well, uh, the fact that some of you find you find you some funny. people find you funny. You don't have to actually be funny. You just have to convince enough people that you are. Well, you have to put comedy. You have to put comedy in your podcast. Why are you guys trying to nag me? Why why are you nagging me? I'm already married. I don't need. I don't need this. I don't need to be nagged. I feel like a I feel like a prize girl found at the bar that a bunch of guys are coming up to and be like, "You're not actually pretty." Aww. You know, like they invite so, us, like us on the podcast. Girl on Twitter who's getting told that her dress is not is, is immodest modest. over and over I'm sorry, again. Sorry, Ethan, <laughs> I think you're hilarious. Thank you for coming on to this podcast. Why? Why oh, are you sorry. saying that? It's so disrespectful. Station. You're doing that. Right? <laughs> I'm trying to. I'm trying to find the medium here. You know. Now I, you're just love bombing. I know. I'm just, what are you doing? <laughs> sorry. I know. I'm just mess, Max. I'm messing with you. I'm yeah. Messing okay. You. No, I'm messing with you too. So I was just kidding. Okay. <laughs> dude, that's crazy, dude. What are you talking about? This is so awkward. So, anyways, <laughs> dude, I love this. I love this. I got it. Patrick knows that I'm having a great. We got time. a buddy who in the seminary who always, every time there's an awkward silence, he'll just break in with. So, anyways, um, <laughs> oh, so anyways, that's it. That's the way to do it because it's not because it's way better. So there was this thing that happened when millennials came alive that <laughs> anytime that was something awkward. was like, um, did you guys notice how awkward that silence um, was? It's That's like, a pretty awkward bro. bacon. Awkward. Put all those people. Put all those people in camps. <laughs> is what I think. Like just, and then they can, and it can be quiet at night, and there, and there's just a bunch of people laying in their bunks, being like, "You guys hear this awkward?" So right that happened. <laughs> so that we happened. After getting loaded they never the get, train. So that happened. They never get reintegrated <laughs> to society. Don't kill them. Don't make them work. Just like let them exist in their own little awkwardness of an existence. Exactly. You guys get this. Are there any millennials at the seminary with you? Yeah, so they are. Yeah, there are a couple. Can you tell? Can you tell a difference? And just like the way so that they are. I would say that seminarians are a particular group of men, in the sense <laughs> for, for for various reasons. One of which is I think a lot of the guys, at least at our seminary, that come here are for the most part mature guys, um, not. In all areas, but in, in a lot of areas, particularly those, um, they're not so intertwined with like social media. They're not so engaged with every other thing, but they're not unaware mm. of it. But I don't think they've t- picked up all the mannerisms of the, the the classic millennial. So I don't know. Right. Yeah. No, that's good. Um, I think. Sorry, I'm just thinking about your humor question and evangelization. There, there is a certain uh, there's a certain thing that can be unlocked when you are able to disarm people and it's what you're talking about with the homiletics. Yeah. 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 Like the, there's a reason that, um, comedy works and it's not like, I wouldn't call what we do a ministry. You called a ministry earlier. We're running a business that just so happens to be like Catholic. Okay. And, uh, we trade on the New York stock exchange. Ever heard of it? (laughs) It's the, yeah, we issued an IPO (laughs) on the NASDAQ. The the P and IPO Uh, stands for Pat. And well the done. I well stands done, Pat. for Internet Podcast Offer. Outing. <laughs> Offer. So the um so it's it's like it's weird because we have to ride this balance between like we do care about evangelization. Like ultimately everything that we do is for the gospel, is for Jesus, is to live out our vocation in the best way that we possibly yeah, can. Sure. But like I'm not I'm not here to like make sure that every single person, like I'm not the way that we do our podcast is not the same as like the CFRs do their podcast sure. or the way that you guys yeah. do your podcast, because we're not really trying to like 
we are bringing souls to Christ, but it's that's not like the express written purpose of the podcast, yeah, if that makes yeah. sense. Like really, we really just want to make Catholicism attractive and understandable and like by just being attractive and understandable people. Yeah. Mm. And then through the process of people get more involved in the community, they join our discord, they start talking to other people. They like get to, cause we have 600 people in a discord community that all are fans of our show and everybody's talking and they're helping each other get jobs and they're praying for each other. And they're talking about Catholicism and they're talking about atheism. And they're talking about all these things. It's like, okay, you can't really do that. Like how much conversion can really happen from people listening to two guys talk that they've never met before in their right. life. Like a seed can be planted. Yeah. Sure. But you got to have something there to like carry people after that. And so the comedy is the best way that I've found or the best way that I'm suited. Cause I'm not a genius. I don't know a bunch of stuff about philosophy or theology. And frankly, I don't care to know. Oh, well, okay. All right. Uh, because well, I would, uh, you know, take it, you can take it easy. You know, when I, I, I don't have to, I'm, <laughs> I need to, I need to learn how to, I got, I got, a, I got a mortgage. That's, just, got a mortgage. that's what I, that's yeah, what I'm thinking. You got a little right? naked like, baby peeing and eating diapers, dude. Eating diapers, dude. I got a, I, I got a naked baby, and so that is like the stuff that I think is uh, really crucial to get people into a community, or at least encourage people to find a community, even if it's not ours. Um, and I think a comedy podcast is a way better starting point than a, even like. I don't know. It just depends on the the disposition, I guess. I'm of a certain generation that doesn't really care to watch another Ascension Press video where someone sits down and looks at me very earnestly and tries <laughs> yeah. to teach you know, me something. And, uh, yeah, you know, yeah. like as the Catechism of the Catholic Church yeah. says, we it's like that. I would rather jump off a cliff than watch another yeah. one of those. You know, like I just don't. Jumping off that's a not for me. You know, that, so. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> no, and it's, it, does that it make sense? Not to bag on Ascension or on press, Logos podcast. No, nothing personal. But I do, I do. <laughs> Like I'm thinking right now, I'm thinking of our Lord and the disciples and like, they probably just like mm. had fun together. And like when people were invited, exactly. like to follow the Lord, they probably just like saw this group of people who were kind of like a little bit nuts. Like they left their home, they left their family, but it was probably just so attractive because they were alive and they probably did joke with each other. And like, so like, and I love your, like this whole concept of like, what's going to bring about conversion is community not necessarily listening to you guys even though that might be mm-hmm. a seed that's planted and but, that's so true but, it's like we're drawn to the lord through real relationship and insofar as you guys are funny and relatable you guys are indirectly kind of drawing people to the lord yeah and i i want to bring out a couple of things too one of the things that uh, to joey's f- first point <clears throat> About the disciples being attractive, uh, you know, the community being being attractive and bringing people into that was one when we were at the Sea of Galilee at the Holy Land, which Yard visited recently. Is, is that right? You guys been there? Yeah, yeah. In July. that's freaking yeah. sick. Yeah, it's I just so swam cool. in there. That's pretty cool. Did you wow. you stay at the Ron Beach Hotel? <laughs> <laughs> no, we did not. <laughs> we stayed at Magdala. All right. Magdala. Yes, right. Oh, you, you stayed, stayed at the, oh, you stayed at the Duke in Altum Spiritual. That's right. We were spiritualized. What'd you think of that? What'd you think of that altar? It's okay, are you allowed it was, to say it was, yeah. it was beautiful. I felt like I was in a boat. I'll say this. Yeah. I'll say this. I didn't like it personally, but it wasn't nice. so like I got like it made sense to me and I could see how somebody I would like it. it and yeah, I get it. Yeah. I it get makes it. sense if you're a freaking liberal <laughs> and you were designing a church. I saw it and That's I was like, I like. can't believe that this is here. I can't believe that America happened here. It was 
You know what? I have to be honest. That's, that, that was actually that was actually my experience. I and it was very distracting. You, anybody anybody who went Israel. there, that's like the one thing they remembered. Like that, and the fact that you're walking where Jesus walked. That's like those are the two things you that's want to remember true. leaving there. And and yeah. weird weird other priests that were in the area. It's like all right, whatever. But all that to say. You know, there was probably something the, the disciples probably had fun. Their community, they probably exchanged mm-hmm. conversations at the Sea of Galilee, probably looked at the stars and talked, probably, mm-hmm. you know, drank wine. I don't know, these kinds of things we can imagine, let our imaginations wander in the community. But also, um, you know, the early Christians, one of the things that made them so attractive was precisely this their community, their unity and fighting for the truth and standing up for it and sharing with each other and, you know, probably enjoying each other's birthdays and company together. And so that's part of it. But I also want to go to something you said earlier, Ethan, um, about like, oh. you know, you, y'all didn't set out necessarily to uh, be missionaries through, you know, the podcast pl- no. platform. Rather, y'all are seeking to fulfill y'all's vocations as husbands. And dads. Uh, and yeah, dads. Yeah. And, and one of the ways that y'all do that is by taking the things in the natural world and trying to bring people into communion with our Lord through that matter. You know, myself and Joey as seminarians striving for the priesthood have a particular role in the vocational life. And the CFRs, as you mentioned earlier, have a particular role mm-hmm. in, um, in in the vocational life as well. And, and the meetings by which we express those, tr- those truths and our Lord are going to be different due to personalities and all other roles. But I think the way that y'all are doing it is something that's drawn me into y'all's project. And, you know, what I've really liked about y'all. So I really, I guess I want to say thank wow. you for that. Be less weird, but if not, that's all, that's okay. It's not going to happen. You know? We are financially tied to this. Uh, we we are contractually obligated to get silly, so. Ah, okay, <laughs> yeah. I'm glad that you've been drawn in. That's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah, there's something about friendship. Like you guys, I mean, I to I confess, I haven't listened to a whole crunch episode. So, but okay. o- but only That's some, okay. only some Forgiven. pieces of some. But seeing the seeing the Instagram videos and listening to the parts that I have, like just like encountering your guys's friendship is it's uh it's a it's a beautiful attractive thing so oh, you know what's cool you know what's funny is when people, when people will come up to actually this weekend two different families at the parish i was at were like dude i'm loving the podcast and what they always say without a doubt is i love yours and, and joey's dynamic not hey i love this truth thank right. you for bringing in you know nietzsche and you know yeah, it's all you know, hildebrand it's all about the, the vibes las vibrations you know <laughs> You just you just picked up on the most important thing that ninety five percent of Catholic podcasts don't understand is that no one really cares. There's very few people that care about the actual teaching. Yep. Like if I wanted to learn something about the faith, I'm going to read a book about it. I'm going to I'm going to listen to an expert on it. I'm not going to listen to some podcast by some guy telling me a a retelling of, of the same book that I could read, like his thoughts yeah. on it. Like I, I don't really care. I'm just going to go and read. Although it. let me, but what I will sorry. go ahead. No, what I was going to say, let me challenge you a little bit on that, right? So here recently I was doing some research mm. on the the estimation <laughs> of, of, of how – hear me Sorry, out. He just took his headphones off. He just took his okay. headphones off. <laughs> I was joking. I was of, of, how, of how, you know, how quickly people are moving away from reading books. And actually the podcast medium is becoming more popular than books currently. Oh, sure. And so – yeah. The the, the way in which people are receiving knowledge, it seems to me, to depend to some extent on podcasts, good or bad, you know? And so just laying that out as it were before you. But I your your point, Pat Patrick, I, I not Patrick, Ethan, I totally get it. Like um and it happens all the time. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Um 
<laughs> like Max, <laughs> Max and I are. Max and I are often surprised because we do think it's about the content a lot of times. We like plan our episodes and we're thinking about what we want to say. And then people come up to us and they're like, oh, we loved how funny you guys were. And we're like, were you listening to what we said? And they're we like, talked about Caravaggio, yo. <laughs> they're like, no. they don't really care. So you're so right that um, right. I think it is. It's the humanity. It's the yeah. It's the yeah, because people aren't taking notes about what you said. Like they're on a podcast. I sometimes take notes about podcasts, but I'm a little I'm a little weird. Um, people won't remember, I mean, like, you give, when you give talks, when you do a homily, right? It's like, people aren't going to remember what you said. They're going to remember how you made them feel. And mm. like when it's two dudes sitting down talking about theology, this is what we kind of did at the beginning. We we're like inspiring conversations. So people would have conversations about the podcast with their friends. And that was the goal. Um, mm-hmm. I think you guys probably do that too. Like that's likely the case. That's likely the, the, the benefit your audience gets. Is they have a conversation about the podcast, but like, they like that they like that that Max gets a little wacky and Joey is more, you know, straight edge. They like that dynamic. That's a mm-hmm. good dynamic. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. Keeps it keeps you coming back, doesn't it? Yeah. It's a little bit of a Polynarian and Dionysian action, if you know what I'm saying. Nobody knows what you're saying. Okay. This so is what I mean. I can't do that. So, oh, that's a <laughs> What if somebody just breaks down the door and tackles me on the ground and arrests FBI, me? FBI, I heard that there was some Polynesius <laughs> yeah, and Dionysius action going on here. I heard Dude, there I were love... some polygons and dinosaurs making out or whatever you said. I wasn't. <laughs> I don't know about you, but I love Polynesius chicken. It's tasty, man. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Uh, Good, I get Polynesian it. Polynesian dinosaurs, dude. You got it. You got to get it in where you can. You know. Okay, I have noticed that on your social media, some one of the things that you guys like to do, and this probably seems to be Patrick more with the masters in theology, but you do respond to a lot of objections or criticisms of Catholicism, like some comedy yeah. and apologetics combined. What are some of the most ridiculous things you've ever heard said about the Catholic faith? Number one, I can tell you. Uh, without without even thinking about it, that the Catholic Church is responsible for killing the apostles. I what? It's not really? that it's the most ridiculous thing I've heard. It's the most ridiculous thing I've heard often. Oh I've heard gosh. it often. Yeah. We one of my Bonkers. most popular, actually the most popular video on our uh, on our episode on our, Give on it our time. page. Nice. Four hundred and thirty uh, thousand views is um. It's not a lot. Week week. It's a lot for us. It's a lot know, for it's us. A it's, lot. it's it's so it's, much. I think it's more <laughs> views. You know, don't, don't say. Don't uh, say, don't then, say. It's like just as many as we get on our last video. Yeah, it's about the same. <laughs> it's about the same as you guys. It's yeah. it's yeah, yeah, me yeah. making a joke about like Protestants going, "We got to return to the Church of the Apostles," and then it's me busting out the door like the Catholic Church has the bodies of all twelve apostles. <laughs> and of course, you have some Ortho Bros getting mad like, uh, "Oh, we have the body of Saint Andrew." Yeah, only because we let you. Okay, that's what we gave it to you as a gift. <laughs> Gratis. Okay, you're welcome. That's Latin for thank you. Um, <laughs> I thought it was that. Spanish for I thought it was Spanish for free. I don't. It might be. I don't know. Uh, but the uh, you could say thank you in your language, but you have fifteen thousand different languages. Orthodox yeah, man, get out of here. you're so tied Syriac, to your ethnic, Sand- your local ethnic culture, <laughs> idiot. idiot. How about you be Roman like the rest of us, brother? But get out of the, here, uh, Greek. A man. bunch of Protestants. In the comments, we're like, yeah, you have their bodies because you killed them. And I was like, what <laughs> are you talking about? That is, That's a, that is a notable thing that people who murder other people do is that they, <laughs> they keep, keep their the body for thousands what, what of I years. Understand, what I don't understand is if the Catholic Church killed the apostles, then it's been here from the beginning. Oh. But that like, is, like that, right? Like that 
But also, like, if the Catholic Church killed the apostles, then, like, where, then what, what was the church after? Like, if the Catholic Church was, like, actively, per- do you, like, I, maybe they think that the Jews were the Catholics and the Catholic Church oh. is Jewish? Like oh, maybe that's it. Anti-Semitic. I don't. Piece. I don't know. Like it was very confusing. I commented. Like I, I. I still get that comment on that video. It's like, oh yeah, because Rome killed the apostles, and I don't think they recognize that there's a an historical difference between the pagan Roman Empire and the Roman Catholic Church, and then the Roman Empire. They don't realize there's a difference between these mm. these things. But that is. I have so yeah, without a doubt, that. That that's the wild. weirdest thing that I've heard. That's wow. crazy. Well, it's true. We did kill the apostles. So, it's true. Yep. And we ate them. <laughs> <laughs> no, sorry. We should not bless on this feast no. of St. Matthew the Apostle. We did. Well, we, we, killed, we killed the Lord. We are my sins. My we sinfulness did. killed It's the our apostles. own sins. I'll never know how much it costs to see my sin upon that cross. Were you there when they crucified mm. my Lord? Were you there? <clears throat> That's a good question. What's your least favorite? What's your least favorite praise and worship song? Um. Oh, oh gosh, you're gonna Lord just make D, me so mad. <laughs> What's your least favorite worship song, Ethan? I don't really have a least favorite worship song. I'm kind of a. I don't really listen to. I don't listen to mm, worship music no, typically, I so I don't oh, yeah. know. My least favorite song, and I this is I think this is too easy of a target because it's become so commercial. Is oh, come to the altar. Or something like that. Oh, I oh, you don't like, like that. that? No, I just, I maybe I, I like have Protestant kind of songs that are like Catholic coded. I like that. I think I think I have a bit of PTSD when I listen to that song, because I, mean, I have like memories of like my friends' churches playing it at a, at a far distance and asking me to come to the altar, even though I'm Catholic, and I, you know, and it's just like a way. What? Yeah, go to the altar just repeatedly. It was like a Protestant Max is like, they're like, tell me to yeah. go to the altar. And it's like, okay, I'll go be a priest. I'll go, and yeah. I'll so, and and yeah, let me just not go to the, your altar and go to a different one far, far away. And, but it's not uh, an altar. And fulfill. They have just a stage. Oh, come that's, to that's true. The stage. The stage. You know what I'm saying? And check out these curtains and LED lights. You know? <laughs> that's the added version. The LED light guy. The LED light guy. Um PTSD stands for Protestant Trauma Stress Disorder. <laughs> wow. Well done. Huge. Off the dome, Pretty dude. True. Yeah, well. My man. <laughs> Not really. I've been sitting on it for like a minute while right, you guys cool. were well done. what you were doing. I didn't want oh. to interrupt. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I don't have any funny songs. Yeah, we get that one a lot. There's a lot of uh, questions that people have. I think the reason that we go so hard on the Protestants is because American Catholicism lacks any kind of distinctive features other than that it's the thing that people point at when they want to be mad about something. And so it's like really for Catholics, they don't really have an identity associated with it because to them, to most people, Oh, I go to the Catholic church. Oh, and maybe I go to the Presbyterian church. Maybe I go to the Baptist church. It's all the same, you know, like they don't really see any difference. And so I think something that we like to do is just point out like, Hey, there actually is a pretty big difference between these. Yeah. And you as a Catholic should be proud of those differences and you should know why those differences Mm. exist. Um, and so trying to instill an actual like Catholic culture as in as, as much of a slop in the trough way as we can through the, through the Instagram, I think is, is really important because people don't think about these things, you know, like, yeah. uh, and then when they, then we can, they can put words to it because Patrick makes a real quoting, you know, all of the church fathers about the Eucharist. And it's like, Oh, that that's why that's different than, you know, my wife's church or as my, my dad's church. 
you know, and I think that's really important, especially like we were talking about before, if you do it in a, in a funny way, if, if someone just sits down and says, did you know that in the year 100, uh, St. Justin Martyr wrote this about the Eucharist? And it's like, okay, that's great for me because I already like want to watch that content and I already want to believe in it. But like for some guy, Patrick dancing in a, in a, in a chasuble is way funnier. And it like way more engaging. It was a cassock with a surplus, cassock. whatever it was. Yeah, that's a big difference. Don't, I didn't steal vestments. <laughs> Dory. Not sacrilege. Not sacrilege. Part of my, part of my French. I don't know what any of those words mean. <laughs> I think, but, I um, think me using a chasuble, me putting on a chasuble and dancing around would have been a canonical crime. Uh, yeah, me think, putting on a cassock, no, not a canonical no. crime. Not a canonical crime. Name no. one, name one canon lawyer that would prosecute that case. I uh, have some in mind and I'll put them on you quickly. I see, see them. Huh? Send oh. the can- send me. I need a canon lawyer. Send, take me to the canon judge and put me in a canon jail. <laughs> shoot me in a cannon. Shoot you out of a cannon or with a but cannon? When my, when my youth group buddies and I in high school found out that canon lawyers existed, we had a field day with that. We were like, imagine a canon bailiff. It's a big fat guy with a Vatican flag on his lapel. Well, yeah, that's a, do it, and, and then there's also canons at a cathedral, which our listeners may yeah. not know of, right? Which are custodians. How else of are you going to defend the canons? How else are you going to defend the cathedral from exactly. the exactly from the from those people trying to invade the cathedral those space? People. Happens all the time. <laughs> you got to stop them, you know. <laughs> 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 Bye, Ethan. <laughs> Ethan left. Ethan had to go. <laughs> oh man. Oh my god. <laughs> from you those people. That's from right. those people. Those that was people. good. All right. Well, Try, yeah. boys, fellas. Yeah. What's up? Um, I have a job to get back to. Unfortunately. Yeah, you guys do have to work. Yeah, I do kept too. You for a long time. So thanks for coming on. Do you have any closing remarks for any of the Logos podcast listeners? Maybe about the Crunch Comedy Podcast. Or I don't know, anything you just want to say. It doesn't even have to be profound. It can just be what's on your mind. Listen. To the podcast. If you you own a business that has a marketing budget and you would like to advertise to thousands of Catholics between the ages of 18 and 35, send me an email, ethan at thecrunchcast.com. I'd love to uh, fill up our ad spots. And uh, if you don't have that, then come join this comedy podcast. It's a lot of fun, and it's uh, there's no stench of capitalism here. We have a good time. If you are Check it a out. famous it's on celebrity I, Catholic, I and you want me to roast you next on our podcast, <laughs> send me He's an email, Ethan, at thecrunchcast.com. Who's your, Comes for Christopher who's your most famous follower on Instagram, Logos Podcast? Who's your most famous follower on Instagram? Our most famous follower. Our most famous follower on Instagram. Let's see. We have uh, the pink Power Ranger, and that's about it. That's what I was going to say. We have the pink Power Ranger. That is hard to beat. We don't. I got to say. She's Catholic. Um, I think Apparently. we have, what well, we have Joey's sister, who's the most, no, she's not the most famous. Um, I think maybe Father Stephen Gatterberry would be one of the, the ones that comes to mind that's the most famous. Father, Father Josh, Josh, Josh Johnston as well. Huge. Father Josh Johnston probably is it. Yeah, famous that's in the great. Catholic world. Yeah. Yeah. So, Father Josh yeah. Johnston, I don't think follows us. What about y'all? Um, they said the pink. The pink what about Power us? Ranger. That's right. The pink Power Ranger. The pink Power Ranger. Okay. Not it. the not the black one. Um, or the blue one. No. The, sorry, the which the one? The black or blue one? None no. of those. Uh, I don't think there is a black Power Ranger. What about the brown one? Not a brown one either. Oh, I can't believe it. I think 
Is is John Blevins more famous than the Pink Power Ranger? At this point, yeah, probably. I don't know who John Blevins Probably. is, but I know who the Pink Power Ranger is, so I think that answers your question. Yeah, but if I told you it's the Pink Power Ranger from the friggin' Time Force, like, would you know who, like, if you could you point her out in a lineup? If I saw a Pink Power Ranger, I think she'd be pretty no, easy no, no, to No, 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 the actress who plays her, not the girl in costume. <laughs> the actress who plays her. Yeah, get with would it, Joe. Would you recognize the Pink Power Ranger in a lineup? Which one of these people is a Pink Power Ranger? Oh, probably that one in the cowboy suit. Nope. <laughs> Good try. Wrong. Most people that's, get that. That's confused. a cannon. That's a cowboy. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. That's all we have from you, from Joey and I. Thank y'all <laughs> for tuning into this episode of Logos Podcast, guys. Thank you for coming on, for spending this time with us. Y'all are hilarious. Still not funnier than us. I hope this episode will air. Clip that. Do you think this is going to go out? <laughs> Do I think what? Do you think this episode is actually going to go out, or drop? is it going to get the kibosh? It'll drop. From the yeah. from the communications we'll department, probably release it. It'll like, it'll be <laughs> hey, okay. I'll, Let's go. I drop it like it's caliente. Like you know it's what I'm saying? See, 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 Obama. <laughs> or or as Camilla Harris said, see, say Poadway. Ah, see, ah, see, Poadway. Kamala Harris to follow us on Instagram. Yeah, that's what we we need to do. That's our next mission. Guys, thank y'all for tuning in. Thank y'all. Get back to your jobs, back to your family. Take care of that naked baby. It's important that it's no longer naked, that you put clothes on its back. Joey, thank you. Guys, this has been a great episode. Thank y'all for tuning in. We hope y'all grew closer to our Lord through our humor and our very profound thoughts. And as always, God bless.